What is going on? Welcome back to the HK Video Game Experience. I'm Hollywood Cole, your host, here with the British Redneck. What's up, British? Hey, how you doing today? Doing well, doing well, trying to dodge all these tornadoes over here. I got a little late start today. Um, I'm hoping no tornado interrupts our podcast today because we're talking about Skyrim. And we don't oh, want yes. anything. <laughs> it could be getting very deep here. Uh, Clearfire will not be with us today, unfortunately. I was really hoping to get his uh, insight on this. Um, he never played it before. And maybe he'll give us a little bit next time. I don't know. Um, but he has a whole world of hurt coming down on him right now. And uh, we'll have to just have, let him tell you the story <laughs> next time because it's kind of funny. I didn't even tell Britt because I wanted her to hear it firsthand from him. Um, but it's essentially evolved with everybody in this house getting COVID. Um, and he's got more than one family there. So we get to hear about all this next time. But he can't make it. And... Uh, which is unfortunate, but he will be back next time. So, uh, sorry for everybody that tuned in here clear. You can cut it off right now, but if you want to hear some Skyrim, we'll keep it going. So, what you been up to, Britt? Oh, uh, just working, and uh, that's about it, really. <laughs> yeah, just working. You playing, uh, playing anything? I've been playing a lot of Stardew Valley lately, and I've been exper- uh, experimenting with some mods on that. So, <laughs> Oh, got mods and everything. It's on the PC. Yeah, I've actually gotten the PC and the Switch. <laughs> You're a multiple, <laughs> multiple console gamer. I really am. This, it's the same with Fallout 4 as well. So. You got, what do you got Fallout 4 on? Uh, let's see. Uh, everything except for the Switch because it's not on the Switch. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but when it comes out, you're ready for it, huh? I'm ready for it. <laughs> That's funny. Um, yes, yeah, she has Elder Scrolls Skyrim on what? Uh, Switch? PlayStation? Xbox and PC. Yep, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> That's funny. So, um, well, cool. Um, yeah, Stardew Valley, uh, Revelation six seventeen. I guess we have on here sometimes. He uh, he's, I'll say, trying to get me to play it. He calls and tells me about it, and I was like, dude, I don't want to get involved in a game that in depth because, you know, one of those never ending games that just have always something to do like hey can you play call of duty oh i can't man i got too much to do today oh my stardew (laughs) valley you know (laughs) it's like another another job but uh i hear hear really good things about that game very addicting once you start you can't stop (laughs) yeah that's why i'm like yeah dude i'm gonna have to hold off on that one it's like 15 bucks on ps4 right now but they're playing that all my buddies are playing that right now got a little burnout on Modern Warfare for now. We did get on there yesterday and then won one out of two games, which is cool. The war zone. I need to so, get back onto onto Modern Warfare for sure. It's been a long time since I played it. Did you just play the multiplayer? Did you play Warzone and all that? Um, I actually did the story mode and um which is actually one of the better story modes I've ever yeah, played. Is um on a game like that and uh, when we tried to do multiplayer this is back when it first came out for some reason it would just not work at all and then i got distracted by another game more than likely skyrim again so <laughs> <laughs> well yeah that'd be great if you get back on there we're trying to do every once in a while especially with the with the uh, quarantine and stuff i say every once in a while we did it once we didn't get any responses uh really but um and a couple guys but we didn't have enough to do it but we like to try to do something on the gamers lounge or uh, which, by the way, Gamers Lounge, so I don't, so don't want to lose my th- thought here, but uh, the Gamers Lounge, people are posting stuff in there, and I'm not seeing I don't get notification or anything, so I'm going back and seeing stuff that I didn't know people posted. So if we're not answering you, sorry. Sometimes it's not giving us a notification. But um, we go in there at Gamers Lounge, and sometimes 
do like, hey, we're going to do a Call of Duty tournament and we'll give away like a prize or something, Maybe something silly, like a $20 gift card or something to the winner. You know, so if you can play with all of us uh, and uh, it's just fun, like a gun game or something, and we'll just somehow set up a little tournament. We had the rules up, but it uh, didn't get enough interest in it. And so probably because nobody saw it, but, you know, just kind of keep checking in if we do something like that. It, oh, it'll, for be, sure. it'll be good. For sure. <clears throat> so anyway, uh, I do got a couple things I want to talk about here. Um, you remember last time I mentioned a game called Sui Coden on the PlayStation? And uh, it was it's such an obscure game for some. I mean, it's, uh, it's a Japanese RPG, turn-based type of thing, and you can recruit like 108 players, I believe it was. They call, they're called Stars. And it's all NPCs. There's certain various things you got to do, and you can build your castle. I mean, they were talking about how it would be cool if Elder Scrolls Six had like a building mechanic or Wonderfoot would. And um, that's one of my favorite games. It has Suicoden One and Suicoden Two on the original PlayStation. Those are two classic. This Konami games, they're awesome. And then they had three on PlayStation Two, and I think they went to four. I think they went all the way up to six. Uh, they kind of, kind of just uh, fell out there. But anyway. I just noticed this. Uh, there's actually a Kickstarter for the Suicoden spiritual successor called Euden Chronicle. It's already over with, but it they asked for five hundred thousand dollars and they got like four million. So everybody's you can check it out. Uh, it'll probably be a couple years for it's out, but it looks awesome. It looks kind of close to the old school um, way that it looks, obviously with modern kind of mechanics in it not necessarily mechanics you still do the turn-based thing but just it just looks cooler cooler animations and stuff it is a little stiff on the uh playstation back in the day but it looks really promising i'm excited about that um there's a lot of the writers that were and and producers that were on the old suicoden one and two so it could be awesome let's hope that it is so there'll be a handful of you guys out there that might find that interesting but uh if you like suicoden that is a great deal so I think it's on PS4 and Xbox and PC. So you can get it on all three if you like it uh, or not. <laughs> <laughs> um, and what was the other thing I was going to talk about today real quick? This is something good for you guys, especially if you're a collector. And uh, you might be interested in this too, British. The uh, <clears throat> Super Mario 3D All-Stars is coming out on the Switch. Are you, are you following this at all? I actually have not been following it, but I'm definitely interested in it. So it has three games, Super Mario 64, Super Mario, uh, not Odyssey, Super Mario 64, Super Mario Sunshine, and Super Mario Galaxy. So Sunshine and Galaxy were on the GameCube. And, oh, no, 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 sorry. Uh, Galaxy was on the Wii, and Sunshine was on the GameCube. I played it like I bought, I had the game, but I played it like, you know, five minutes. He's got this water pack on his back. I thought it was kind of silly. I didn't really like it, but people brag on it. I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure it's fun. Uh, Galaxy, I never played. I played Galaxy 2. But, you know, now that it's going to be on the Switch, it's going to be a little updated graphics, smoother mechanics and stuff like that. Mario 64 is one of my all-time favorite games, and uh, mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to that. But what's so special about it is, if you remember, they did a Super Mario All-Stars 25th anniversary for the Wii. It's so hard to find. It's a little bit expensive now. They did a Zelda collection. I believe it was on the GameCube where they had Zelda 1, 2, Ocarina of Time, and Majora's Mask, I believe. You can't find that anywhere now. And this is coming out 
from it comes out Friday. I don't know when this is coming out. It comes out on this podcast, but it's uh, what's the date? It's uh, the fifteenth. So it comes out on the eighteenth of September, and it's only going to be out for like six months. And for the for the physical copy and the digital mm. download, so it's so rare. And some some places are dropping their pre orders because they're not getting enough. But I'd pre ordered it. Hopefully they still they'll have it at GameStop. But uh, they're yeah they're doing away with the digital and everything. That probably going to start releasing them single uh, for like forty bucks each or something like that after this collection. So it is Nintendo games are collectible anyway. So if you are interested in this, you better get out there and reserve it and uh, get it as soon as it. It uh, comes out. So pretty cool deal there. I love those things. And Switch. I, I got so many Switch games on, and they just sit there, like still in their wrapper and everything. You know, it's just I never play them. But uh, I did pick up. Um, <laughs> it was the Paper Mario RPG with, it's called uh, Origami Paper Mario or something like that, with the Skyrim that we saw. That, so the whole reason with Skyrim, so let's just say we did the, we did the Elder Scrolls Six. Uh, last time and I hadn't played Skyrim in years and just our talk about it really got me wanting to play this game again so um, <clears throat> same way for Clear I'm sure and he started playing it or at least he put it in his PlayStation 4 so I don't know if he played it or not <laughs> so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give him a hard time because he was it had a PlayStation 4 and it was just Skyrim Clear fires on Skyrim so I mean, he's just tearing into this game this is unbelievable I can't wait to hear what he has to say and then three weeks later I hadn't played it yet dude <laughs> what is he doing on your PlayStation? So, or listen to that awesome soundtrack that plays as soon as the opening screen uh, opens. Yeah, over and over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good. So good. Um, but anyway, so that's what got me back into it. They have a special edition on PS4. It's like $40 or $30, 30 or 40 bucks. It had all the DLC um, on it. And it is such a great thing. It has a map in there, everything. Uh, such a good thing. So we've been playing that. I've been tearing into that. I've really enjoyed it. So when's the last time you played this game anyway, Bridget? Well, it was probably about a month ago was the last time I played it. So okay. uh, it's it's kind of been a little while, at least for me. <laughs> I, yeah. I know a month doesn't sound like a long time, but, you know, uh, I'm starting to get withdrawals from Skyrim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is definitely addicting, but you've played it hundreds of hours right mm-hmm. I mean, and i listen to um my music while i'm at work and um a lot of the uh, tracks that i have on my phone is from the skyrim soundtrack so every single time i hear a certain piece i just want to go back and play it again yeah it, just, it has such a way on you it's it's unreal <laughs> yeah it definitely takes you into this into this world it kind of sucks you in which is really good um so you, you were so uh this is uh brit's second time on the podcast uh, she was uh on the last one for um elder scrolls six and um and which you, you're open world rpg fan is what uh what your your primary genre of game is how many how many open world rpgs did you play up until skyrim oh that is a good question uh probably I'd say two with Oblivion and Fallout Three, and okay. also Fallout New Vegas as well. So yeah, oh, a couple. Oh, so good too. Yeah. <laughs> so you didn't play four 
until later. I guess it came out way later. Yeah, I'm still mixed up here. So Skyrim yeah, came out I, way before 4, didn't it? Yeah, I can't remember if I played Skyrim before Fallout 4 or the other way around. Because I didn't play Skyrim until the special edition came out, which I believe that came out in 2016, I want to say. And okay. I think Fallout 4 came out in 2015. Yeah. So I, I can't remember which one I did first. I actually think it's probably Fallout 4. I'm um, thinking okay. back on that. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, yeah. See, this is now I'm thinking about it here. I played Skyrim on Xbox 360, and then Fallout 4 was on PS4. So, it, uh, yeah, that's a way good good bit of difference right there. So, I guess what... So, you were waiting on Skyrim to come out. What was your first kind of impressions your, as you turned it on, and what did you think about it? Well, the reason why I wanted to get into Skyrim to begin with is because I've, I played Oblivion before. But the main reason is because I, you know, follow several YouTubers that do a lot of open world RPGs as well. And there was a couple that was doing role playing Skyrim when it first came out. And I'm like, man, I, I would just love to play that. And by that time, there was already several mods that come out that just makes it, gives it that wow factor as well. So uh, I I got on it pretty quickly once I saw those videos. So, so there's a so you mean role they were role playing Skyrim with a mod? Uh, yes, they were. One of them was, oh, and then the other gosh. one was doing a live stream walkthrough of the main quest, which was awesome. <laughs> wow, I didn't know they did that. They do a. Uh, I'm kind of learning to these role playing mods. Um, we have a guy on here named Salty J. Sometimes he comes on here and he role plays. He streams role playing for uh, Grand Turret. Uh, Grand Theft Auto Five, and he was letting us all—he was letting us know about what it is, you know. So, <clears throat> wow, that sounds really interesting on Skyrim. So, I mean, you have people that'll be the guard if you commit a crime and get caught, you can get arrested and all that kind of stuff. Is that what it is for Skyrim? Yeah, that's the way some people play it. Some people like to play the good guy, the bad guy. Some people just do the main quest. Some people just go off and do other things. And uh, with the help of the mods, they just create their own story out of it. And it's really incredible to see different YouTubers do that. Um, it just makes you want to play it all over again, especially with the different builds that they do. And you can they role play their character, right? Like, you know, I'm a warrior, so or I'm a mage or high elf. Maybe I talk, you know, like or I'm intelligent or something. I mean, I, you know what I'm saying? Do they do they get that in depth with it? Oh yes, definitely, definitely. Oh, wow. I need to um, check like that if out. They, uh, yeah. And uh, uh, for instance, if um, somebody wants to play a mage, um, instead of starting out in Helgen and going through the whole intro to Skyrim, instead there's a mod that allows you to you know skip that whole intro. So really you could start at the College of Winterhold and get trained and then go out into the world. Uh, you can do so much. It's, it's unbelievable. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Um it's amazing what they do with these uh, mods. We're going to get into these mods later. Um, I think I, I'd mentioned this on the previous podcast, just how somebody had come to me and said, hey, Skyrim's out. You know, and I'd played Oblivion and I didn't really understand. So this is the this is the American RPG genre is kind of what Fallout and Skyrim, uh, you know, Bethesda are creating. And it's, it's, it's different. Uh, for sure, I'm, I grew up with the RPGs, the JRPGs, where it's more turn-based, the stats-based, um, experience-based, um, and they do that with this one too. <clears throat> but you know, Americans, I guess they somewhere along the line they wanted more kind of like a, I won't call it Secret of Mana an action RPG. It kind of is where you're you're not you're not turn-basing. 
they kind of hide mm-hmm. it behind this little action bar refill. Right. Um, but, uh, you know, stuff like that, that, that just kind of more action and never no random encounters and stuff like that. And they're, you're starting to see them kind of come like final fantasy 15 didn't have random encounters. You could see the enemies. Um, but anyway, so they kind of, they're kind of taking some from each one. And so I got on it and, uh, I really, you know, I remember doing a lot of side quests first and really kind of, you know, getting into it. the thing when you found out you can kind of steal from people, you know, and all <laughs> yeah. this but not without any, as long as they're not seeing you, then put the you bucket over their head. <laughs> oh, can you, can you do that? Oh yeah. <laughs> you just, um, <laughs> you just hold on to the item or a bucket or a kettle and then you just drag it over the head and, um, yeah, it makes your, uh, if you go into sneak mode, they can't see you. Um, oh, they don't try to take it so. off. They just kind of look around and, yeah. <laughs> wow, that's funny. This is amazing. All the stuff you can do, but you'll you'll if you go into a shop or something, and then you're trying to steal, and then uh, oh, let me go see what's upstairs, and you run upstairs. They'll try to follow you up, make sure you're not stealing. You know, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and it's pretty funny. But if you can get it there and get to that chest and swipe it up quick, you're good. So, um, I remember yep. that part of it. You know, for the first time, and kind of like, man, this is a uh, this is pretty cool. Uh, how this is and all the different guilds the thieves guild the assassins guild all these different things you can do so i'm here just dive deep diving in all of this i hadn't even done the first kill the first dragon yet for like hours hours and hours and hours and so i said oh what is this you know then i just stumbled upon the main quest because you can pick you know your quest logs are massive and a bunch of quests you can without a doubt they can grow very quickly yeah and so then i was like okay what is this one then it's like okay dragon go see the dragon people or whatever and you walk out there to the dragon it kills you then you can do that first shout yeah and it you know pushes things away and i was like dude this is a whole nother power that i really could have used <laughs> you know i wish i would have uh would have known that oh, but, one of the um, youtubers that i follow actually does a um an all shout build where he does nothing but shouts to defeat enemies and it's so cool um i'll have wow. to Oh, I can't think of his name, <laughs> and I watch him all the time. But uh, he does several build videos, and some of them are just absolutely awesome and look like a lot of fun to do. So <laughs> awesome, yeah! Link them in the uh, once we will release it on Facebook. Just put a little link, you know, you know, down there in the comments or whatever. Oh yeah, and definitely. People can follow it. That sounds pretty cool. Can you can you put talent points on or perk points on shouts? Or not? I can't. I don't think you can. With shouts, the only way that you can make them stronger is uh, if you, because all shouts have three words in the dragon language that you have to collect, and once you get all three words of a shout, that's when it's its most powerful. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. And you got to have the dragon souls by killing the dragons. Um, absolutely. And you, yeah. And you collect all these dragon bones. They weigh like two hundred pounds, <laughs> and you're like, <laughs> dude, I can't. So. I like Just to run solo. Lydia. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I left Lydia at the house, and then um, <laughs> I don't want to get too far too far ahead with the with the because I uh, but um, yeah. So anyway, that's what I kind of my first thing was with the shouts. Like that's pretty cool, and then you know you got the magic and all this, and I'm usually just a one hander. I think that's the two handed builds pretty strong. I want to get into the builds here shortly, but uh, the first thing you notice is um kind of the level up system and i don't remember exactly how oblivion did it but you could mess it up in oblivion if you yeah. didn't do it if you didn't level up properly and it, so i didn't really like that and i guess i was afraid of that with skyrim skyrim you can get away with it because you can just keep leveling up 
a lot more. Yeah. And I think the Scott did Oblivion have a, a cap level that was kind of low, like thirty or something, or forty maybe. It, it was somewhere around there. I, I don't remember specifically though, um, but I know that Skyrim's is. I think its cap is. Ooh, I know it used to be seventy, but I want to say they upped that when the legendary. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, but I know they upped it. <laughs> yeah, so I think that's what happened on Oblivion, and I like you know didn't put my perks in the right spot, and then I'm like real weak, and like I was saying, I'd get into these just regular scuffles, and I'd get like have to really you know drink a bunch of potions and all this, and you're like, dude, what is going on here? Well, even but a anyway. bandit would like destroy yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, and I was in like this underworld or something, and I'm like creeping around with my bow because like, this is the best way to do it, and I'd find a guy, and like, okay, I'm gonna get him. Boom. And it hit him, hurt him a little bit, and he'd just come running at me and fry me. And it's like, dude, what? I'd have to keep running and shooting, running and shooting, and then refilling life, running and shooting, running and shooting. That's just then there's like five of them, you know, as you go up those stairs. I don't remember anything about where I was or anything, but it seemed like it'd be an underworld somewhere. It was like like in hell or something. All these flames and and mm-hmm. uh, lava and uh, rocks and stuff like that. But I hadn't played that game in over ten years, so could be mixing up with two games yeah, but i know that sounds like um i'm sorry <laughs> what was uh, it <laughs> it, so- it sounds like um one of the one of the realms of oblivion yeah like i went um, into, that's what it was i went into one of the one of the realms and mm-hmm. it was getting destroyed but um but anyway so this skyrim so the way that it works with your leveling up um like let's say we were talking about one-handers and i wear light armor and our pickpocket or whatever every time you pickpocket something or swing you know light hammer it kind of builds this this bar if you will kind of behind the scenes until it levels up so you might have everybody's level one pickpocketing level one one handers or whatever and the more you use it it levels up to level two level three level four mm-hmm. and then as it levels up your experience bar levels up you get no experience directly from the enemies you have to do a if you're using magic, whatever class spell conjure, uh, whatever conjuring or destruction or um, what's the other one? Uh, there's a bunch there's of alternative illusion and alteration. Illusion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <clears throat> illusion. What I was trying to think about because I turned into a vampire on mine. He's supposed to be 25 percent stronger, or whatever. And I'm like, nobody. Okay, my little candlelight is 25 percent stronger. I'm not, I'm not doing anything else with it, really. You know, everything's so <laughs> weak, but. Um, but anyway, so that if you use those and those little those level up, and then that goes to your main experience bar. You level up, you get a perk point to put on. There's a trees and everything: one-handed tree, two-handed tree, blacksmith tree, alchemy tree, enchanting. I forgot all about the alchemy, the enchanting, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> all of that stuff, you know. And I do remember when I very first played it, I got addicted to the blacksmithing. It's just you know the smithing, and I was like, man, I can sit here if I can just keep collecting this this gear i can get the daedra armor so i was looking up how do i get where do i find a daedra but you know this kind yep. of thing earlier <laughs> i did all of that before i killed the first dragon you know it seemed like and um and then i did what your heavy armor has a price you you you're louder when you move around you know it's weighs more so there's all these different things you got to take into account right so that's what makes it so fun and um this time i'm running with a i was telling you guys you and clear a pickpocketer and I was just pickpocketing everybody and uh, I started putting stuff on sneak but now it's just kind of like a waste I really don't do I put like two points on sneak 
And then I put, uh, I don't put anything on lock picking. You can, so lock picking is really cool because you got your little lock picks. Yep. <laughs> you know, novice or whatever, novice up to expert or master. And if you can just like move that lock pick in the right way and turn the, the knob, it opens. Well, yep. your perks don't really, it can help you, but you don't have to have a super good perk. The master might burn, you know, 10 lock picks or so. Yeah, and honestly, when it comes to lot picking, you're just really better off just drinking a potion of lot picking. Oh, yeah. Instead well, of wasting uh, points into the lot picking skill tree. Yeah. Uh, that's, yeah that's what I point. always do. <laughs> yeah, that's a really good point. They got potions for everything. Um, yeah, and you could pickpocket, you know, uh, amulets or rings that help your lock picking. I mean, you can just, hey, there's a lock, let me just go put all the stuff on and, and get it done that way. So, yeah, you know, I get, I, I didn't put any there. I put a lot in pickpocketing because you can pickpocket the, uh, so that the train of thought is you can get out everything, you can get a hundred on every skill. So you get up to, uh, I got all, everything but the last thing on pickpocketing, um, where you can pickpocket their, uh, equipped items i can pick yes. their equipped weapon but. and uh, actually if you get um that perk and you join the dark brotherhood you can actually loot the blade of woe off of astrid from the dark brotherhood when you first meet her if you have that perk on you so <laughs> oh wow i gotta do that i was just waiting for like something's got to be super good to get you know for this uh, you know, when you get this, there's got to be yeah. something, you know, because you got to you got to have 100 skill, you got to have max skill. I think I'm like 89 right now, which is great. But, um, you know, I kind of stopped doing it. Um, you know, every time I found somebody new, I'm like, <laughs> kneel down, walking up, trying to get behind them. They're like, what are you, you know, trying to trying to turn and see me. <laughs> it's just like, hey, how you doing? <laughs> okay, I'm just, just don't just ignore me. <laughs> you know, but it's a uh, pickpocket. I'll quick save it and pickpocket. But I don't think it gets above 90% chance to pickpocket because everything's 90%. Does it? Do you know? I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, I think it's just 90. But um, yeah, but anyway, yeah, that's does. what I'm running it with. It does. Uh, it does get above 90 or 90 is the max? Uh, I, I'm actually not certain about that, to be honest. I'm always too scared to pickpocket people. <laughs> But, <laughs> yeah. uh, I do see what you mean about the percentages, though. I do remember that. <laughs> Some items will be really because you you'll get stuff that says you know oh plus you know even when you add to your pickpocketing you say okay you got a twenty percent chance better to steal items so you would think that it means okay I got a thirty percent chance to steal but if I put the perk in the twenty percent better chance then it'd be a fifty percent right and then a twenty percent better chance it'd be a seventy but that's not the way it works I don't think. Because some stuff is just really hard. So, like, uh, <clears throat> you might have a ring or something that you see on this guy that has, like, a 5% chance because it's so good. Well, if you have 20% chance, well, now you got a 6% chance or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Because it, it yeah. ups whatever original percentage. Because some stuff, even my guy's maxed out. Most of everything's got a 90% now. But uh, even when they're sleeping, it ups it by, like, a certain amount based on a perk. And mm -hmm. it still is a 90%. But... Yeah, and it also depends on the item it is, too. I remember yeah. doing a uh, thief skill quest, and uh, when I got to the guy that I'm supposed to kind of sneak around, I was wanting to pickpocket a key off of him, but he had all this uh, other good stuff that I wanted as well. So yeah. <laughs> uh, I got the key without any problem, got a couple of arrows here and there, 
But my goodness, this one item I took from him, he just got up and started attacking me. <laughs> yeah. I don't think you keep it if he, <laughs> if he attacks you. I don't think I don't think you. He's like he catches you. You know what I'm saying? You don't get to take it. Then if I can kill this guy, I got it. Obviously, you can loot it off his body, but sometimes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, yeah, man, you'll you'll get some people that have 250 gold, 300 gold on them. You're like, what? This is awesome. It's a free. Uh, free gold here yeah but you can have perks that helps you loot gold better keys better stuff like that but anyway this is pretty fun it's just cool that's kind of a role-playing thing it's like you know i'm just going to kind of go in there and do that my guy looks so sick man oh you got to send me a picture of your guy because i forgot oh, about yes. that. i was going to put yes definitely i'm going to have to do that um i got the uh, red guard this time and um he looks he looks awesome Ah, oh, the but, bad guards uh, and it's such an awesome race. <laughs> yeah, and so his eyes are like glowing. He's a vampire. Wouldn't go ahead and do that vampire thing. So I'll just go ahead and tell you, I did the um, the vampire lore like right away. The thing about this special edition that I have, I don't know if I'm in the um, DLC content or not. You know, <laughs> when I'm playing it, which is great. I mean, it's just a bigger game. That's the best way to do it. But yeah, you know, you're getting a lot of good gear. That's what I was finding. Like you know, 200, 300 gold on these people. And I, and I know that I was in the, the, cause the Dawn guard, um, I didn't even do any Dawn guard quit. I think I did one and I found the master vampire and it let him turn me into a vampire Lord. What we were talking about and kind of finished that quest with the elder scrolls. And now I got three elder scrolls. And they weigh 20 pounds each. So I'm running around with 60 pounds. Cause I can't get rid of them. You have to, uh, you used to could only sell them back. He used to could only sell them back to the Dawn Guard people, um, one of the guys there. But then they patched it and fixed it, and you can sell it back to a guy at the uh, uh, College of Winterhold, the Mage College, for like mm-hmm. two thousand or eighteen hundred or something. I don't remember. But you have to be finished with the quest. I thought I was, but I guess there's more to it. But I had to kill the the main vampire guy and everything. It's super cool, but. What you get, did you ever do that? You did, You said you always sided with the Dawn Guard, right? Yep, I sure did. I have yet to do <laughs> yeah. a playthrough by side of the vampires, and that's on my bucket list. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun. The vampire uh, lord is pretty powerful. I mean, he's yeah. really powerful. He has a uh, he has a thing where he floats, and um, your right hand, it just shoots like a little red ball out, and if it hits him, it hurts them and gives you life. You can resurrect with your... Uh, left hand and if you you know then you get all these perks with it as he leveled him up and he is just so powerful i was just i was getting destroyed i wasn't getting destroyed <laughs> but it's getting difficult so i just switched to a vampire and because i was putting all my perks in pickpocket and stuff right and not light armor not one-handed mm-hmm. weapons and so uh i this was getting destroyed so i uh turned to a vampire and i could do it really easy then and then now I'm putting more uh, light armor and uh, one-hander, so now I can I just kind of run around with that. And I got a really cool shout too. And I don't know about all the shouts, but this one's called Soul Tear. Are you familiar Ooh. with the Soul Tear? It's got to be the best one. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely one of the best. Um, <laughs> I think I had it on one of my characters, but for some reason I, I don't know. Maybe it's just the character I was playing at the time, but I just didn't use it that often i always do the fusroda but <laughs> oh what is that one uh the unrelenting force the uh first okay. one that you get mm-hmm. oh yeah <laughs> yeah this one will um you got to get it leveled up to three just got, so you go to this other land and it's azure it's the vamp it's on the it's on the dawn guard dlc 
And so I think that's what it is. So because you have to because you're you're finding. So the, the, the girl I run with is a, a vampire girl. That's the all I have. So, so I, yeah, and I left Liddy at the house when I was saying earlier, and um, <laughs> so she, so she, and then she'll just join you because it's part of the quest. And I always like to go solo, but she's but part of that vampire quest line. She keeps joining. She has to be with you, mm-hmm. and so then I just got used to it. I go, okay, fine. And she was carrying all my dragon bones, but um, you go down into this underworld and see her mom. And there's a oh, dragon that's you have when to they're, fight. Uh, they're inside a soul gem, I believe. Um, oh, yeah. The soul, soul oh, Karn or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. <laughs> Karen, Karen or something. But uh, yeah, so you, you've, there's a dragon in there and you fight that dragon. And then he says, all you got to do is summon me in the main world. And so you go back to the main world, summon him, and he comes down and he teaches you a shout. And you got to do it again. He teaches you again. And then you have to... Summon him a third time, and he teaches you the whole shout. I had Dragon Soul saved up, and I get Soul Tear. And what Soul Tear does is, um, you know, you hold it down to shout the whole full thing, and it does a lot of damage. It pushes back, and if you kill them, it refills a shard and brings them back to life to fight for you. It's like unreal. Oh, that's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, it is the best. I mean, it's crazy, and they're a lot, you know. I don't know if they're more powerful, but, you know, usually when you have to summon a thing or get somebody to fight for you, it's not that strong. But uh, I, I uh, shouted on one just recently, and it's like a, one of those um, dreggers or something, like those undead things. Oh, yeah. Oh, the dragger. And this, <laughs> draggers, yeah. And, and this dude had a helmet on with deer horns out of the top. And I was like, what is that? And I saw him. I said, let me kill this guy. And I didn't realize he was a guy that I shouted, and he was still alive. Or excuse me, he was on my team. So I started hitting him and it snapped him out of it though. I didn't know you could do that. And he started attacking me, but it was like, it wasn't like two hits. I'd hit him and it would just barely start taking life away. So he's like just as strong as he was before. So <clears throat> I don't know if it brings him back stronger or not, but it sure does seem like it. Yeah. But, yep. um, but anyway. That's, that's pretty, I'm going to have to play around with that shout a bit more because I think I had it one time and I never used it. And now that I know all about that part from you, I'm definitely going <laughs> to yeah. have to experiment with that shout. That, that's pretty darn cool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is great. You know, and there's a lot of stuff, you know, like you're talking about the bucket on the head and all this. There's so many things and so many different ways to, to play this game and these different mm-hmm. builds. Um, and, you know, you'll go on these, these quests and it absorbs you so much. Like I was just trying to think of one. I think it was just the the Elder Scroll quest um, with the vampire. Um, I can't remember, but it's just like it's just a mean, uh, you know little side quest, you know. And you go down this rabbit hole, and it feels like you know, this could be a whole game in and of itself, you know. Mm-hmm. And there's so many of those, and one of them, I think the I don't remember like Mila, Mila, Mithela or whatever. I don't remember the god the goddess's name. But it was at a statue, and she called me up to the sky or something, and I'm looking around, and she's saying, you know, I don't know what she said, but you're going to fight for me and blah, blah, blah. And, of course, you can pick, no, I'll never oh, fight for you or whatever. Um, Meridia? Meridia? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Meridia, exactly. Mm-hmm. And she gave me this uh, Dawn Blade or something. Oh, was, I love, love, love that sword. It's so good. And it's like it's got less power than some of the other ones I have, but it's like – this perk or whatever on the sword is it does 10 um, 
fire damage and it makes that whatever he catches him on fire and then it makes him more susceptible to fire damage and if it's an undead it will explode they will explode and damage like all the undead around i think it might even raise one for you i don't remember uh i never had that happen to me it may Um, not but but that sword certainly looks good too oh it looks awesome (laughs) you pull it out and it's glowing you're like oh my gosh this is so cool (laughs) <laughs> and um, I run with that, and I have a, a conjuring, a conjure, a, a, a fire, a tranoc or whatever it's called. Um, and then I started finally just using a shield there, too, because, again, you know, I mean, we can go into the, each individual quest all day long, which we're not going to get into all of them, of course. But um, I was just <laughs> doing something else, you know, and then this guy runs up to me. Here, take this real quick, and don't tell anybody I'll, I'll – uh, I'll come back later and I'll hook you up and then, you know, but don't tell anybody I'll kill you. And you're just like, okay, yeah, dude, you're going to kill me. And then, and then the next thing you know, this hunter comes and yeah. he's like, hey, have you seen this thief? Like, nah, man, I didn't see him. He gave me this shield. It's 40% fire damage resistance. And since I'm a vampire, I could really use it, you know? So I don't know. So what did you, what did you do? If you say, yeah, I saw him, does he give you like money for it back or? Do you know? Uh, I believe so. Like um, the item that you have, it gets taken back to him, and I think he gives you some coin. Yeah. Um, and then he goes after the thief and tries to kill him, and then that goes on for like two hours because really? he tries to shoot him, and he keeps on missing, and it's pretty funny to watch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's just like such a random thing. I just said no, and he goes, well, if you see him, then you know, tell me, and he just runs off. And so I'm still running around with this st- shield for – for like hours now i hadn't seen any anything from it i guess the guy's gonna like approach me one time in the open world and say hey you still got my shield i'm like nah man i ain't got it that's my shield now you know i don't know what he'll do then <laughs> if he's gonna hook me up but you know it's just cool it's like a little open it's a living world you know all these little things happen in it so yep, absolutely <laughs> so you said on the last episode you like the sneaky archer build that's your favorite Oh, yeah. And every single time I try to do any other build, I always end up going back to the Sneaky Archer build just because it fits in so well with the Thieves Guild and also the Dark Brotherhood as well. Um, I think that's why I like it so much. And plus, I just kind of like that assassin feel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of good perks for a uh, an archer. There's an archer build uh, uh, where you put perks on there, you know not just uh yep yep the build it's not just your equipment you got to put perks on there too yep um there's you know all kinds of perks on that tree too from you know of course more damage and uh, then being able to draw the bow faster um being able to move faster while you're drawing the bow that's always all kinds and there's also a zoom in perk that you can get so um i guess it's skyrim's way of having a scope <laughs> yeah he's got a scope <laughs> but, uh, on the book but it is so cool i absolutely love the archer build and the sneak is so good too but i kind of feel like the sneak tree is a little bit overpowered because like you'll just be standing there in front of the guy that's hunting you and he's like where are you i don't yeah <laughs> you just like standing right in front of him with the arms on your you know crossing your arms like <laughs> yeah yeah, they did the same way for the vampire, and I, I don't put any in. I think I put one in sneak just because I thought I was going to use it early on. And the vampire is supposed to be harder to see, but you'll you'll be kneeled down. I mean, you will actually be hiding. You want me to stand in there, and then a guy walk right up to you, and he still doesn't see you, and you're like, "What in the world, man?" <laughs> but I think 
I think I did an archer my first time. Not a full-up build, but I put some in there because it is it is really powerful. Very. I mean, very. You, you see a guy from the distance, and yeah, and you can put all of your, you know, crit to, you know, nine times crit, and you combine that with a sneak. I mean, you one arrow, boop, yep. they're done, you know. <laughs> And I, I really like the sound. I don't know why, but I'm like, I love the sound of when the arrow hits an enemy. It's like that. Shoo! And oh, I'm just so addicted to that sound. And that's actually another reason why I keep on playing the archer build. I know that sounds kind of weird, but it's like my ASMR, I guess. But <laughs> <laughs> it's just so weird how, you know, oh, I think I want to play that because I want to hear the arrows. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, it's fun. They did a good job with the uh, with the bow, and um, I think that the bow that I got is Ariel's bow. Did you get that one? That one's supposed oh, to yeah. be really um, sick. I think my yeah, I think my favorite bow so far is the Nightingale bow um, that you get from the Thieves Guild quest line. That is oh, and it's such a beautiful bow too. Oh wow! <laughs> I always have to get that. Yeah. So yeah, I hadn't done all the I hadn't done all the Thieves Guild. I've actually kind of gone off the. I guess just the vampires just led me down this rabbit hole because that was kind of the one thing I wanted to do because I was never a vampire. And by the way, I said I said on the old one that you can't go into towns and stuff. That think I don't remember if it's just Oblivion or this one too, but they changed it. They did update that. Um, I want to say that if you are, um, so what happens is you get powers as so you have to drink blood. You have to drink while they're sleeping. You have to sneak in, so it kind of goes with the sneak and the you know pickpocketing and all that. And you have to drink blood. I don't know how often, like once every couple days or so, because then it'll say your powers are um, getting your powers grow as you get weaker. So it's kind of an opposite weird weird take on a vampire. You know, you would think you know the more blood you drink, Mm -hmm. the stronger you get. That's what Twilight told us anyway. You know, like (laughs) if you drink human blood, you got red eyes and you're stronger. But nah. But uh, you drink human blood here, and um, if you don't, you get stronger because it's kind of like your defense mechanism, if you will. And you, your first power you get is vampire seduction. So you could just walk up on a person, and then bloop, you, you can only use it once a day, and hit them with it, and they'll just kind of stand there, and you can drink, you can feed, and then you're off. Nobody, they're not going to attack. If somebody sees you do it, they're going to see that you're a vampire and, and put a bounty on you. But... Um, if nobody's around, you just do that and leave. They don't have to be asleep. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of reset. And then if you don't do that, you can turn into... Um, it's another vampire skill that you just basically turn invisible. And you're just running around invisible. It's really cool. And uh, you can do it that way. And then it resets everything. So as soon as you drink blood, it resets. If you go to the castle where the vampires are, they got their cattle, their thralls downstairs. You can go drink mm-hmm. drink their blood. But... Um, it is that's that's pretty cool. I mean, it's that's kind of the the bad part about it. You're more susceptible to fire, and if the sun is out, this is this really kind of kind of got me. Honestly, I thought I was going to reset because um, I didn't realize the pain that the uh, the the penalty for sunlight as a vampire. You said you'd never been a vampire on there. Uh, not for a long time. I used to go get cured. <laughs> okay, yeah, and so even the vampire lord there's. Uh, during the day you take a hit to all of your stuff if you drink a lot of blood it's uh it's less of a hit but you take a hit to your magic and your stamina and your health but the problem is it doesn't regenerate fast your stamina doesn't regenerate in the daylight if you're inside a castle or somewhere it's fine but it'll be fine but if you're outside it doesn't regenerate. i fought a dragon like this uh 
your magic doesn't regenerate fast. I think it's very like it's like two percent of what it usually does. And you can get items and stuff to try to negate some of it. But mm-hmm. um, you know, it's uh it's a big deal. And I was like, dude, this is terrible. But, you know, you can wait and wait till night and all this kind of stuff. It's like I don't want to just play it just at night. You know, I want to see the daylight and all that too, but it's not yeah. as big a deal. You can get items to kind of offset it. But one of the cool things that you can get with Ariel's bow. So the whole storyline with, with Serena is that the dad is trying to be a daywalker, essentially, um, that where it won't hurt him. And so you got to sacrifice Serena and you can get this ability. It's kind of what the storyline is kind of hints at. I was like, oh, Serena, you're you're cool, but I'm going to, you know, you're gone as soon as it lets me hang out in the daytime, you know. <laughs> so, but it. Uh, oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. And I was just like, well, Serena, you know, you're tagging along. <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> I didn't ask for you to come over. Nah, but uh, so she. Uh, so she. So, but that's not what happens. Anyway, I don't want to. I don't want to kind of spoil a little bit, but they need her blood. OK. And so then you have to go fight. Hagar or whatever the Haruk or I can't remember the, 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 the main vampire's name is or something like that. And uh, you kill him and then you then you just turn around and start talking to Serena and be like, what was that prophecy about you? And she's like, oh, they needed my blood. And you're like, oh, well, can I have some of your blood then? And she's like, uh, <laughs> yeah. That's fine. Let's just get this over with. So, I, so you get some of her blood on elven arrows and it turns them into a different type of arrow and I can't remember what it's called. And then... During the day, you put it in the bow, and I just got the Ariel's bow. So you can you can mess it. I don't think you can. I don't think you have to shoot it out of this bow. But this is a really good bow that you can give to Hagar, Hakar at the end, and you still have to fight him, or you can not give it to him and you fight him. But if you give it to him and fight him, you lose the bow. So you don't want to do that. I just happened to look it up online. And then anyway, that's actually really good to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so. You, you take those new arrows, it turns them into a special kind, and then in the daytime, you see the sun, you just shoot that arrow at the sun, and it, and it blots it out, and now you don't have to worry about the sun for that whole day. And so that's a good, that's, so it is a daywalker kind of thing. You just have to shoot the sun with an arrow. Mm-hmm. So that's a, that's a really cool thing. Um, one of the things that I've kind of, I kind of think about you every time it happens, but you said you're a big story you like the story of Skyrim, right? That's kind of your draw. Oh, to it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I kind—I don't really know the whole story. I know I'm a Dragonborn, and everybody's trying to figure out what I'm doing. And actually, these cultists tried to attack me, by the way. And then I'm tracking them down. <laughs> I'm tracking them down right now. <laughs> that's where I'm at in the thing. And like that's Oh, I think that's the uh, the Dragonborn DLC. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I know it's got to be some DLC. So I'm in Morrowind actually, which is really cool. You go to a different. Uh, yeah. You get off of there and go to these things. So um, there's a million books. Do you actually read the books? Uh quite honestly, no. Okay, <laughs> I was wondering. I actually, you know, I actually would like if Bethesda would come out with like a big old book. That has all the stories in there. I would totally buy it and read it in my spare time. Yeah. Um, but like when I'm playing the game, I'm just like, oh, I don't want to read no book. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like who read? Is somebody reading these books? I was like, well, British says she likes the story. Maybe she reads the book. I don't know. So you you, oh. <laughs> you pick up the books and you can learn. So if, if maybe the book's called like Archery and You. Okay. Well, you pick it up and. It's teaching you get a point in archery. Uh, you know, you get a level up mm-hmm. in that or blacksmithing or whatever. 
and some of them are just lore and majority of them are just lore but you don't yeah the, yeah. the one of the things they did wrong i think is it, just tell me if i've read it or not you know if i picked this book up before because they have several of the same books everywhere you know i wish it would oh, just actually do um there's a mod for that <laughs> i was about to say i'm not sure there's a mod for it but it needs to just say, you know, red under it in parentheses or something. So I don't have to pick it up and look through it again. Yeah. My, um, a couple of my friends always tell me that's like my favorite phrase to say. Oh, there's a mod for that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's a mod for everything. Um, before we get into the mods, we're going to get into the mods, though. Um, what... So what do you know about, do you know about any notable builds? I kind of like to, because I wonder if certainly I can look online and go, what's the best build for damage output? And they would just have every, you know what I'm saying? Everything mm-hmm. for that. Do you know, you know, I want to be a master caster. Okay. Here's your best build or, you know, something like that. Do you, are you familiar with anything like what's the most powerful class? I would think the archer may be. Archer is definitely way up there on the list for sure. Uh, Magicka, if you do it right, or if you're a mage, I think that could be pretty powerful as well. As long as you're using shouts with it, I think that definitely enhances the Magicka gameplay. Um, and then also the heavy armor two-handed, like the typical warrior Dovahkiin that you imagine when you hear the name. Yeah. Uh, I think that's a pretty powerful build as well. And there's some pretty good two-handed weapons out there. Um, yeah. The one-handed and shield I really like as well is kind of my backup when I'm doing an archer build, um, especially the one-handed part because, you know, being an assassin, you kind of want to go for those daggers as well. So yeah. uh, it, it can go all ways. And the good thing about Skyrim is that you can pretty much do whatever kind of build that you want to do. Like if you want to be a heavy armor archer, you can. Um, if you yeah. want to do an all-shout build, you can it's it's just limitless yeah and that's what it seems to be i mean you know the like you're talking about all the different perks with the sneaking and the uh and the archer perks i mean you're talking it starts getting like the nine times ten times damage and i'm sure you can you know there's a there's a million amulets that are like plus 30 percent to archer damage and and, and so on mm-hmm. and so forth and, and there's like that with everything but i was just running to a bunch of archer and, and then just the base perks with that are what makes that seem like it's just super powerful yeah and if you uh get into the enchanting perk tree as well and enchant your armors and your weapons or any build that you make can be extremely powerful um uh, it's definitely worth putting some points into the enchantment as well it's a little bit boring but (laughs) but it's worth it to you know just have powerful weapons and armor yeah i got a lot of magic regen and then um one-handed damage i think and and i wanted to i'm doing the build that i wanted to do when i started but uh after i'd st- i forgot about the opening scene when you're when you're driving riding that cart i remember that made an impression on me so so much when i first turned that on and i forgot all about it until i bought the game again mm-hmm. and you're just riding that cart and you're like you're a prisoner or something and the guy's talking to you like hey where are you feeling i'm like man this game is gonna be sick dude this is so <laughs> awesome i'm looking around it's riding the cart i know i know kind of what it's going to entail and um but I, so then you're running through a prison and you're doing all this, but I was picking up two handed weapons because that's kind of all I had. And they were just slaying folks. And I was like, man, these two handers are sick too, man. These are, yeah. Like you said, there's a lot of good weapons that you can pick up kind of early on and throughout, you know? Absolutely. And, 
so I kind of want to do that next. It's, I want to do a Magicka build, and I want to do a two-handed, just brute strength, you know, guy, like an ogre or something. Uh, orc yeah. or whatever they call them on there. But, but yeah, I guess it's... I, you I know, think I want to try the uh, the two-handed next, and I'm going to promise myself not to go back to sneak. I'm really bad <laughs> hey, about doing that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I don't even sneak now because uh, unless I'm in a town, I, I sneak on the good guys and steal, the, steal their stuff, but just walking through a cave, I'll just go blasting through. But... Um, <laughs> But yeah, I want to do that. I do want to do a magic. I hadn't even touched that uh, before. You know, I was a two-handed, I think, on my first playthrough. Mm. Um, I may have started that and then went to Archer, because I do remember the Archers being pretty good. But anyway, so you get, I think there's 81, uh, you know, 81 levels, so 81 points. But there's a new thing that they do with the DLC that you can reset something to one, level one. And I think you keep all your talent points. So, in other words, uh, which gives it like 200 or 300 perks. I think you can probably pretty much get everything if you want to. Um, but you're obviously playing a lot. But I yeah. think what they're doing is... Are you familiar with this part of the game? I don't. I just read oh, about it. That's actually pretty new to me. So, that that's pretty cool. Okay. Yeah, it's like a legend mode or something. So, if you're mm-hmm. like... A, it's not a whole new game mode, but it's it's called Legends or something. I don't remember. Sorry, if you know what it is, I'm, I'm sorry. I don't know what it is. But it, you go. It's a DLC that's just already comes with the, that game that we already got the PlayStation Four one. But um, so I guess it resets your level. So pickpocketing, I get a hundred and get all the perks, and then it resets it to one. Well, I still got all the perks. I just can keep leveling that up, right? And so again, so then every time I level that up, it makes my level go up, and uh, my pickpocket level then makes my experience level go up so then i'll get another perk and so on and so forth to put somewhere else so you can do that with anything oh okay well i'm I'm gonna i'm gonna play around with that too (laughs) yeah that that sounds pretty cool (laughs) yeah you don't have to limit yourself you know but yeah so when i uh turned this game in installed it and i saw for playstation 4 mods Oh, it, on the yeah. t- uh, on the menu, I mean, you can go down to mods, and I clicked it, and it pulled up, you know, every mod you can think of, and it's like pages and pages and pages. Each page has like, you know, I don't know, twenty, thirty mods, different mods you can get, and it's just, I said, dude, this is insane yeah. what this can do. So I want to check it out at some point. I, I thought about trying to platinum this game, but I think you can skip stuff. I think if I want to platinum, I got to go back and help the. I got to start a new game and help the Don Guard, and because I think you got to finish their quest line. But, but I don't know. Anyway, it's not that big a deal to platinum, but to me, I just I think it, you know I don't know. I like platinum games that I really like, and I think this is a good game. But yeah, absolutely. What are some of the notable mods out there? Um, now, when it comes to mods, like on different consoles, I know the PS4 can be pretty limited um, with mods because Sony doesn't allow script extensions, which is, you know, completely understandable. Um, Xbox, Microsoft is a little bit more lenient on that, but just not all the way. Um, a PC pretty much allows everything. So some of the mods that I mentioned might not be on Xbox or might not be on PS4. Um, but one mod that I absolutely love, especially if you play Skyrim over and over like I do, is called the alternate start mod. And basically what that is, it skips the 
uh, the introduction, basically, if you want it to, and you start off in the middle of the woods somewhere, or you start off in a dungeon because you've been captured by vampires, or you start off as a new recruit in the Dark Brotherhood or in the Thieves Guild. Uh, it's just, it's amazing. It can really emphasize that role playing if you're into in, into that kind of play style. Um, and then That's there's cool. also you know, different graphic mods out there. There's mods that add uh, certain elements to like Riverwood, for example. It adds, um, oh my, I can go into detail and detail about this. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but honestly, like the main kind of mods that I tend to go for is immersive mods. Uh, there's a mod called uh, I Need, which is basically you have to eat, you have to drink water. Um, and then there's also another mod called, oh, what is it called? But basically it puts like a temperature system into the game so you can get too cold. Um, and you have to camp out oh, in a wow. tent and like there's different weather mods too. It, oh, it's so amazing. It's so easy to wow. role play with all that too. <laughs> yeah, that seems that seems amazing. That, I I need to look at that Skyrim role play and see how that works because if it's like the Grand Theft Auto Five where Salty J has a character and he owns a a business on there to where he can get money and hire people and mm-hmm. um, I mean he's you know there's people that play the police and they'll pull you over and you can get arrested and you know stuff like that. It's uh, you're speeding, you know, and all kind of stuff. And, you know, I'm assuming oh, Skyrim's the same. My husband was actually watching some videos on that f- several months back. And I'm like, what is that? I want to play it. And he was like, it's GTA <laughs> yeah. 5, some mods on there. And I'm like, what? That looks pretty yeah. cool. And people just yeah. get really into it. And it's so fascinating to watch that. <laughs> yeah, it's just like a little a second life, you know. And if you, um, not to get too far off topic, but if you've never played VR, um, <laughs> They, a friend of my Revelation has uh, VR, and when he came down for Christmas or whatever back home, we I was back home too. I, he let me see it, and <clears throat> this was a robot game, and it was uh, like an Oculus or whatever, maybe in a re- or I don't know the different ones. It's not the quite the state of the art one, but there's one right below it. It's a computer when it wasn't the PS4 version, and um, it had two little gun like controllers, a little ring, and um there was robots that were dropping down and you had to shoot them and you're, you're just looking around and you, you know, they're everywhere. It kind of scared you. Turn around, there's one right there. I showed my son, he's like eight and he's like, no, nope, I don't, I don't want to play this anymore. He was seven oh. at the time, but, <laughs> but you know, and then there was one just stupid little ping pong game and you're playing against a robot and it starts to, you start getting the hang of it. It starts feeling like you're really playing ping pong. Anyway, he won't serve unless you hit the ball first. And so in the meantime, I stopped for a second. I just started looking around and I was like in this little space mall or something. And I started thinking, man, this is like kind of dangerous. You can really convince yourself that you're somewhere else, you know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, and, and can you imagine like 20 years from now? I mean, not even, they already got Skyrim VR, I think. I know they got Fallout VR. Yeah, I actually uh, had the Skyrim VR on the PS4, and it was definitely an experience, but unfortunately for me, I get pretty motion sick, so yeah. uh, I, I couldn't play it for that long, So, but man, it, just lo- looking out in the night sky and Skyrim through VR is just like, wow, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I want to live here. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. I mean, like, uh, I can't even imagine that. I mean, uh, I was thinking about that in part of the uh, one of that... 
I think it was the Dawn Guard quest where you are the uh, no the Dragonborn DLC that you were talking about when you fight Malak or whatever the guy's name is and you first mm-hmm. read this black book and go see him and it's the dragons everywhere and you're kind of sitting there like what am I doing I bet if I, I was thinking if I had VR I could look around you know and see what everything is around me and maybe it just that is because the technology is only going to get better and better absolutely and um, they're already working on a uh, the guy at GameStop told me they're already working on like a second life VR kind of like the precursor to ready player one type of stuff and like a little world you can live in and uh making a whole you know world like that with this VR but um, man role playing in Skyrim with VR is kind of a whole point even when it's against <laughs> the technology like that and I know there was a prototype and they, this is what you got to have because I get motion sick too um but have there's a little like a little half it's like a bowl or something you're you're kind of standing in and they strap you in there and you can run or walk on it. It's a prototype oh. now. Yeah, it's a prototype. Uh, I don't know where it was at. This is a couple of years ago. Um, but, you know, if you can get the sensation where I'm walking and I feel like I'm moving in the game, I bet that would probably, you know, do away with it. I don't know. At least help it. Oh, that would be a complete feel like game forward. changer. Yeah. And then, you know, you won't you know you want uh, call of duty or something where you have the gun and you got to pull it up and you know your aim is your real aim and not just some you know auto aim or you know mouse clicks it's actually how you aim the gun type of thing i mean that'd yeah. be pretty cool yeah my husband still plays uh quite a few vr games himself like blade and sorcery and uh some military games as well so <laughs> yeah I, I didn't get into it because i just know i'll just be I play enough games as it is. I don't want to be that, in, you know, <laughs> I, get to, I know it's just hook me in there and then never have to come to the real world again. Yeah, for you know? sure. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a pretty cool thing. But uh, Skyrim VR. Yeah. So how did you just do it to check it out? Do you ever, do you ever try to go back to it or do you just uh, like, now I get sick, I put it up? Yeah, I pretty much got sick and put it up. And uh, I, I get uh, ocular migraines. And uh, if, um, if I'm on like a VR too long or a static computer screen too long, I go blind in one eye. <laughs> so, oh, I, wow. I, I, yeah, I had to put the, uh, the VR away. And we actually end up selling it not too long ago because we just don't use it anymore. Um, but my husband has borrowed his like an oculus rift i believe it is from one of his friends so he still gets to have his and i'm just sitting here at the computer screen with my glasses on that blocks out blu-rays <laughs> the blu-rays is what makes you go blind mm-hmm. in one eye yeah so what sure does it does. do it's like you get completely black in one eye i can't see anything or is it just not as good it's uh it's colorful zigzags that just move all over my vision and i can't see a thing and then it lasts oh, for wow. about 30 minutes and oh, okay. um but then after that my vision's completely blurred for another hour it's, it's kind of miserable oh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah that does that's crazy <laughs> that stuff's not good man there's too much but i had to get some blu-ray uh for a while every time we're doing the podcast i'd have these glass blue blockers on because you know it make me make your eyes always obviously real tired but kind of um see things blurry and you know all mm-hmm. kind of stuff man it's just we first started teleworking from home, looking at these computer screens. I got my work computer in my right, my big screen here, and I kept back and forth, back and forth. I started feeling woozy all the time and all this, and I had to call my buddy that's an eye doc, and he was like, here's what you're doing. 
you know, you're just, you know, your, your eyes are not resting, you know, whatever the whole thing with it. And it, I just started doing what he said and it worked, but yeah, that's, that's the biggest thing with VR and, you know, that, and just computer gaming or whatever, I guess that's just got to overcome, you know, some of this, some of the stuff is just going to be, you know, human nature. I don't know if we'll, you know, get used to it or what, <clears throat> but mm-hmm. anyway, that's what, that's one of the main reasons I don't have VR because it just gets you sick and makes me too sick too, but yeah, yeah. But anyway, the, I'm glad that you mentioned Skyrim, and I'm glad that we did the Elder Scrolls Six because I am really enjoying playing this again. Yeah, I'm so glad we, you'll have to uh, you'll have to do this again and uh, let me know what builds you end up doing, and I'm going to experiment a little bit more. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm going to do the two hander for sure, and I want to try the magic, and I'm sure we'll mention it again. We don't really do a whole lot of, you know, double dipping, so to speak, in the. Uh, in the podcast, you know, but uh, there's no rule against. We did drag, we did uh, Monster Hunter twice. I think that's the only one we've done twice. But we'll do Skyrim twice. This is this one definitely needs one. Witcher three, maybe. There's a whole bunch of some of these massive games that deserve another uh, turn at it. Yeah, but, and um, that, the we, Witcher three is another one on my bucket list. I, I will complete that it. So I'm, good. <laughs> I made it like twenty <laughs> minutes in, and then I, I don't know what happened. But uh, <laughs> I, I've heard nothing but good things about that game, and I really want to um, put all my heart and soul into it playing it. So <laughs> yeah, I played and I got off the game for years and got back on um, after same kind of same thing here because we did this Elder Scrolls podcast. I went at Skyrim. Did a Witcher three podcast. I was like, "Oh yeah, the game's so great. Let me start it over." I went and bought all the DLC uh, in the complete edition or whatever, <clears throat> and I had to start over because complete edition does not keep your original saves for your regular edition. So that mm-hmm. kind of sucked. Yeah, but it was way cheaper, and uh, I thought it did, so I wasn't going to buy both. But anyway, I had to start over. Played it for hours and hours. You know, maybe a hundred hours. I don't know. And then I was like, I'm kind of getting tired of it. And then I realized I was in the exact same spot that I got tired of it last time <laughs> and quit. So I don't know what happens after that. But everybody's like, just hang in there, man. I promise you it's good. Just hang in there, hang in there. But it's kind of a lot of these side quests, you know, you get back, you get sidetracked. And it's the same way for Skyrim with all these side quests. You know, they don't mm-hmm. kind of, they don't necessarily, um, I guess they integrate into the main story, but they don't, you know, it's just like, uh, I'm living in Skyrim, you know, and mm-hmm. what's going to happen today, you know, depends on who I go talk to and whatever. They don't really all funnel into the main quest is what I'm saying. Somehow right. but they do not do that. Right. Absolutely. So it's a good thing, but there, you know, it's a fine line. I think Witcher, they wanted to make it a hundred hours. I think they made 200 hours. That's just like main quest time. I think, um, but I don't remember, don't quote me on main quest time, but whatever the game is like 200 hours, that's a lot. And they had to cut some stuff out, but it's still so massive that, you know, you're really going to enjoy living in the Witcher's world. Yes, <laughs> you know? yes, definitely. I'm a big Yennefer <laughs> fan, at least from the shows. Yeah, too. <laughs> oh, she's way better in the, in the game, though, I think. So I, we saw the show, um, and my wife was watching the show, and she's like, Who? and I said, that's, that Yennefer is not the same as the one in the game. Did you see that? You did you didn't get to the Jennifer in the game, did you? Uh, I saw the introduction to her when she's uh, running away or riding away okay. from um, like a, an army or a guy, a particular guy. Yeah. And then she had that crow 
Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's awesome. Uh, she's one of my favorite characters too. And she, uh, she, you meet her outside of, it's got really at the beginning, you finally run into her outside of like this pub. You just walk out and she like pulls up with like these guards and she's trying to get you to go. You got to come with me to this king's castle. And she's like, you know, so they, they have an exchange and she's real like sophisticated, witty. Um, she's more of a kid, childish a little bit in the um, show. But mm-hmm. this one, she's real, like real intelligent, really witty. And she matches wits with Geralt, and it's just, it's really cool. I mean, she's 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 a really cool one. Um, they did it right, because you got to pick, you know, Trish, the fun-loving, you know, mage girl, or yeah. <laughs> Jennifer, the real sophisticated, good-looking, like, you know, real intelligent, but and kind of, um, I don't even know the words here, but uh, she kind of makes you earn her love if you will but earn her respect you kind of she kind of not not bosses you around but she can take the upper hand in a lot of times you know yeah, which is kind of yeah. the, the way that she does it is is really you know attractive i guess i don't know how to say it but <laughs> really cool game i mean that's another one that just really pulls you in but but anyway so what else you got to say about skyrim anything uh I can't think of much else, but I I just, I will say that the amount of effort that's been put into the game is really incredible. I mean, they, they even created a whole new language (laughs) for the game itself, which is the dragon language. And uh, I've always wanted to just like learn the whole language and just speak, you know, speak dragon tongue to everybody. (laughs) (laughs) It's never going to happen, but it's so cool. Um, Oh, and whatever you yeah, do, do not kill easier. Parthenax. Don't kill who? Parthenax. What is he a dragon? Oh, he's a, he's a, he's my boy. But yeah, he's a dragon. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is there a reason why? Does he do something bad or? Uh, you'll see. You'll see. Okay. Don't kill him. Okay. Do not kill Don't him. Don't kill him. All right. All right. I won't kill him. <laughs> Uh, and don't give the bow to H- Hagar, Hakar, or whatever his name is, the vampire oh, yeah. lord. Yeah, He'll I'm really that. glad you told me that. <laughs> <laughs> so there's your tips from the H&K video game experience for your Skyrim. It'd make your Skyrim a little bit more pleasant, your, li- your world of Skyrim. So, all right. Well, cool. Well, thanks for joining us again. I hate that uh, Clearfire couldn't be here, but... Uh, yeah, me too. I'm glad we could get it done and get a good Skyrim podcast out here. You were the expert on Skyrim anyway, so. As much as I can. <laughs> <laughs> well, cool. All right, well. Because you, you came with stuff that I don't even know about. <laughs> well, there's so much stuff, you know, that just no way that somebody can do this. But, you know, there's so many good games out there, too, to get involved in. Yeah, But sure. uh, you could just really need, if you like RPGs, you can just get this one and just RPG a million different ways and find new stuff every time just by answering certain things a different way. Absolutely. So, but anyway, check us out on Facebook.com slash HNKEXP and uh, join us in the Gamers Lounge for some fun gamer talk, potential contest. Uh, we hadn't done a contest in a long time. We used to do little contests. So I had to talk to Clear about that. Maybe we'll have a new contest coming out. Ooh, but yes. um, but anyway, cool. Well, thanks for joining. Thanks for listening. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me.